And so I think that's just giving glory to God, like that the joy that you have, even though you've suffered so much and you have all the, all these reasons, a whole list of reasons, a whole lifetime of reasons to, to hate God or blame God, but you don't, you know, since I was four, I have suffered abuse from that moment and I do not blame God. The one thing, too, like when I was suffering this recent attack, I was couch ridden, bedridden for a long time. And that was hard for me um, because I am so active. And I just asked the Lord, what can I do in this state to glorify you? What can I do? And he showed me things like write a card to this person, send a haircut gift certificate to this person. And I'd be like, well, who needs a haircut? And he would tell me or um, send flowers to this person because you can do it all online. Um, And I'm not saying this because I'm this wonderful Mm -hmm. person. Believe me, because I wasn't working. So, you know, my income right now is like half. But God always brings it back. When you obey him and you're obedient and you say, what can I do in my suffering to bless someone else? He will always bring back whatever income he says that you are to push out or whatever. I'm never afraid of income. I'm never afraid of starving. I'm never, ever afraid that I won't have enough because he has proven to me over and over again. But yeah, through my suffering, I did. I'd be like, okay, who am I supposed to bless today? Who am I supposed to call? Who am I supposed to write? So when you're going through suffering, if you give it to God that way too, that'll help your healing process. That's so good. Yeah, because we are empty vessels carrying his presence and he dwells in us and um, dwells among us. And yeah, the world just needs it and we need him. And that's being the hands and feet of Christ. Yeah. In your suffering. I love that one verse in Matthew. I forget if it's Matthew 15 where it says, I was hungry and you fed me and I was thirsty and you gave me a drink and I had, I was naked and you clothed me. And at the end it says, and I was in prison and you came to visit me. And I love that one because when we go into the prisons and there's all these women in front of us and they come in with their heads down and we look at them and we're like, you never have to put your head down in front of us. And it's just like, and you're ministering God's truth into them and they're receiving it. And then they're able to weep and get out their pain and their suffering. But we get to be there in their suffering. And in front of my eyes, there's 33 women accepting Christ. Or that's, That is why it's worth suffering. Because in our suffering, we get to pour out into people that are suffering. There are people that like... Like when I was at the homeless shelter the other day, they're so hungry. You know, they're in 92 degree weather all day and they're starving, you know, and I get so excited. Like, and I'm like, if you don't like my food, I brought cereal just in case. But, (laughs) you know, we have fun with it. But it's like they're hungry and they want companionship. And plus we play euchre and (laughs) anyway. They're always telling me they're gonna they're gonna kick my fanny. And I'm like, Yeah, bring it, baby. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
they're just precious people. Yeah. They are just precious. That's good. So, yeah. The one thing I always want to share with people, too, is if you're bored in your walk, there's always so many people that need love and there's so many needs out there. There's so many needs. So if you're ever bored, I'm telling you, there's so many needs. And if you get out there and you find and you're being those hands and feet of Christ, it's it's a beautiful fulfillment of your walk that builds character. Yeah. I remember, and I, I think some of our suffering, I'm not trying to oversimplify or make a any kind of statement about depression, but I know sometimes, like, we can suffer from depression um, sometimes because maybe there's this sense of like a loss of identity or purpose and this depression begin begins to be like our, we're convinced it's our personality now and that it's something that we just can't shake. It's something we just wear every day um, and we kind of really own it um, in some negative ways. And I remember there'd be times where I'd be so exhausted and even feeling depressed, and this is when I, um, let's see, yeah, I was I was going to grad school at the time, and I was just really exhausted from the week, and it was Friday nights, and I could come up with a list of reasons of why I didn't feel like being around anybody, even being an extrovert, or why I didn't feel like going out and serving others, but in Ann Arbor, there was this... Um, ministry that just got a bunch of food and canned goods and things like that and every Friday they'd go to a local park downtown in Ann Arbor and um, we would just serve and that was so filling and doing something like that in faith knowing that scripture says like this is what we are to do and even though I didn't feel filled I'm still a vessel and I was like Lord I, I actually feel empty in a negative way like I don't feel ready to be used. I need to be filled by you. Um, being in the fellowship of other believers and just loving and serving others, he he poured into me. And, and in that time, even though it was only like an hour, half or two hours of serving, I was bubbling and full of life Praise again. God. It's just how we worship and honor God through that um, yes. by honoring others who are suffering. And, um, I don't know. I just felt like saying that, you know, for anyone who's listening, like you said, people are bored and there's some people who are depressed. Yes. Um, but that's how we're wired to worship God with our hands and feet. Yes. Too, you know, there's always purpose. There's always someone out there that needs you. (laughs) There's always someone. There's so many needs in just this community. We have over a thousand homeless. We have people right now that are suffering from being trafficked. We have so many addicts and not just that though i'm pinpointing those kind of areas but there's people even in the church that just need a sister in the lord that they can trust but make sure you're one that can be trusted that's mm-hmm. the key too like we were talking earlier truly be that christ for them or a brother in the lord you know it's harder for men to reach out but i've known men that do and they're just so much more fulfilled in their walk and being a husband or boyfriend or father because they have men that surround them, that godly, um, that's that shield, that shield of faith, that's the the cloud of witnesses. We need that. 
So there's always someone, if you reach out, you'll be more fulfilled. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Yeah, and there's all different types of suffering, too. And sometimes we may feel some suffering because we're walking with someone who's suffering or or things like that, like um, taking care of a loved one in hospice mm-hmm. or, you know, things like that. Or suffering because we feel like a failure or those kinds of things. But in any situation, in all of those situations, we need to put on the armor of God. Yes. And that we're not powerless because our we're, we're weak, but we have God Almighty who who has power and, and Christ Jesus has the authority. So... So it's not us being like, yeah, this is me. I'm here. I'm arrived. I'm, I'm the answer. But it's like I'm putting on my armor because I'm being attacked in the suffering. Yes. But I'm going to point to Jesus. He's going to give me strength um, and it's going to be to glorify him. Amen. Yeah, yes. Because in our weakness, he is strong. And yeah. But I'll tell you, the key, too, is find joy because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Mm-hmm. Find no matter what, figure out how to get joy in you. You got to, I mean, there are days I'm like, I don't care. I'm just going to laugh and jump in a puddle and find joy. <laughs> I am yeah. like that. Like yeah. I will just get outside and go run in the rain. If whatever it takes to yeah. defeat the enemy. Yeah. And I, I have this funny quote that I'm like, no joy suckers allowed. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. You know, just cause I just won't allow it. I think there are chains that we wear that we're suffering from that prevents us from encouraging others in their suffering because we we say things like, well, I don't feel like it. Yeah. Well, you know, it doesn't really fit my agenda or schedule for today. Mm. And we have to remember like eternal fruit, mm-hmm. you know, like an eternal glory, like what how I spend my time, like this is my second life I've been given through Christ. Yeah, it's not really my own anymore, and I'm happy. I'm happy to serve and and, and do that um, out of gratitude. And um, but we have to kind of reprioritize things. It's kind of yes. like, yeah, I know maybe you wanted to stay at home and and work on some remodeling you're doing at your house or painting this or. I know you maybe you really wanted to go to Kohl's or you got grocery shopping to do or you really need to to take the car in and to the shop or whatever else. But if the Lord puts someone before you who's suffering and we we skip past those opportunities. Yeah. Because in our opinion it's not important. You know what we do to the least of these, we do unto Christ. And so that's always a convicting piece of scripture. That's powerful. You know, that Someone else is suffering and I can provide even just a moment of encouragement. You know, I, I can't take away their problem. I can't take away their pain. But like you said, just planting those seeds of hope. Carrying the cross with them. Yeah. The key, too, is our agendas, mm, they should never be above God's agenda. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that you said that because I've literally had people like they like to message me. Don't you think you're doing too much? Don't you think you're doing way too much? You need to slow down. Or why do you have to do so much? Why are you always got your hands and everything? And I'm not sure why people ask me that. I don't get offended because until God stops me, I'm not stopping. Yeah. Because my agenda is not my agenda. And when I'm tired, I rest. Mm-hmm. I'm a napper. <laughs> okay yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I nap. I'm like I'm done and people know that that I'm really close to I'll be like peace out 
and they'll know. I'll fall asleep sitting up. People have seen that. So, but I'm not doing too much. I'm just going to keep doing until mm-hmm. God, because it's what God is telling me to do. So now when people ask me, I'm like, have you prayed about that when you're asking me that? Is God telling you to tell me to slow down? Because he hasn't told me that. Yeah. So why don't you pray for me? Yeah. Why don't you pray that I have more strength and more energy yeah. and more courage? Because right now I'm suffering. Yeah. And and I think, you know, in my own life, I think some people are saying that because there's some kind of comparison. Bam. Um, and competition. Yeah. Like we said earlier. And and you and you can tell the difference, I think, between people. I don't I don't like to look at people and, and think, oh, they're competing. So I can't think of any scenarios right now. But I'm sure, you know, if, if someone is able to discern that they could they could see if well, that person's, com- you know, trying to compete and strive and strive um, versus someone who's actually like been so redeemed by Christ. They want to give their whole life to Christ and, and give them everything. Mm-hmm. And And um, there are times where I have to talk to God about, okay, is this, is this excellence um, or is this an excuse that I'm using um, for perfectionism to enable that bad habit? Or, you know, am I trying to find my worth in this or, or whatever else? But then I stop and think, because right now I'm in a season of how I get to serve in really creative ways and I love it. And I, I think there are some people who are kind of like, kind of similar comments to what you're saying and I don't think they necessarily mean to you know they're not trying to hurt you or anything but they want to give some perspective and you're right though it's like we have to discern you know mm-hmm. because Psalm 23 Christ is the good shepherd mm-hmm. and when when he tells you when when your body says that it needs a nap it's like he's gonna make you lie down in green pastures mm-hmm. and God make do. you rest beside still water so <laughs> I'm trying to 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 work on that because I'm like I don't want to be a workaholic or whatever but I also know he's given me so much creativity and so much like energy or ideas or I like to be connected with people or and so there is a lot of go 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 serve 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 and so I, there are people in my life who are teaching me you know, how to slow down and, and rest and, and be filled, um, by the things that actually fill us up that are heavenly. Um, and also I'm trying to reconcile to that. There are differences between each and every one of us and how we serve. And, and it, the, the scripture, I can't think of the scripture right now, but scripture talks about like measures of faith and some are given like a larger measure of faith and that they're, God knows that they've been entrusted and that they're going to do well with that. You know, so like, you know, Sonny, you've been, you've been through a lot of suffering. And I think in that, that's produced like stronger faith and, and and we need the Holy Spirit for that faith. And that's in Christ. I think also like that helps equip you for, for greater works. Not that you're striving to do, but your faith in Jesus is just like, because some people can can look and be like, oh, wow, like so-and-so's up on a pedestal or look at all that they're doing or, you know, and, and but it's there are measurements that the Lord gives us. And like you said, to compare is really dangerous. So I'm trying to sorry, I'm kind of verbally processing this thought, but so I'm trying to process for myself. You know, there there are others who are serving the body of Christ in other ways 
where time, money, energy, or whatever kind of commitment, like ours won't look the same. And you can't really compare them with one another. And so when one person says, don't you think you're doing a lot? You know, I, I don't know. Are you doing enough? Are you doing too much? Or I don't know, because I, like you said, I, the Lord hasn't said to me, I'm doing too much. Like we, we're, we're talking about this together, but, um, like I've said that I think that usually reveals just how they're feeling about how they're doing. And, and if we're just living out our life for Christ and serving others who are suffering, um, or forgotten or those things, um, I think it does challenge people around us and we don't have to say anything, but that if they do feel conviction, that's also not our fault either. Sure. But that's kind of a random, uh, random rant. Sorry, but no, I get it. It's, it, it is, it's hard to discern because there is a point where we can create our own suffering because we take on too much or we mm-hmm. say yes to so many things. And so in trying to serve the suffering and even while I'm suffering, how do, cause that's a burden to, like you said, carrying the cross with them as scripture says, you know, Lord, how do, how do I best get filled with you? What does that look like? How I struggle with pacing myself. So I know for me, it's like, I don't feel like I'm doing too much, but the pace of, at which I do it, I'm such a passionate person. I just jump all in. I'm trying to learn wisdom and discernment in that. But I, it's like, but I don't question like what he's called me to do. It's more so like endurance for the race. I, don't, I, can't, I can't sprint a marathon. You know, I need to, right. you know, pace myself in that way. And, and I, and I can't, I can't say what that looks like for you. And, and you have some health, health issues going on right now. I'm like, but you, like you said, when your body's tired and you take a nap, like you take a nap. And yeah. I mean, you know, so I can't speak and say, are you doing too much? I'll ask because I care. Right. Like, are, is this a good pace? Like, how, you know, is this okay? Um, but yeah. You wouldn't believe how many things I really want to do, though. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. Being like a human activist for Christ yeah. and an advocate, yeah. there's like all this I have a list of things I would like to do so yeah I get that pacing and that where I could be involved 24 7 yeah literally in ministries This Saturday, we're doing a ministry where we're building 24 beds for kids that are sleep on the floor. Oh, wow. So we find out families where they don't have a bed. So we're building 24 beds this Saturday. So um, there's a group of us. That's awesome. And I'm thinking, I want to do that for Adrian. So I want to bring this ministry to Adrian. And my boyfriend, Chris, is like, uh, okay, another thing. <laughs> I'm like, why not? You know? So I get that. Yeah. I'm like that passionate, like... I want to bring that to Adrian. I'm so fueled by that hope that we have in Christ. Yes, it's, it that's really why. is because <laughs> I want to be I want to be able to bring these kids off the floor and yeah. give them beds and yeah. So I get that. I yeah. mean, but I have to say, wait, is it a God thing? Yeah. Well, it is a God thing because I love people. Mm-hmm. I love people crazily even though i'm crazy which is a stretch for people who are like you know i prefer dogs more than people or i like animals better you know you know because we get hurt by people you know so but yeah so and you've been hurt by people and so that's the redemptive yeah piece too you know that that god's worked in your heart to 
you know, you've suffered so much. So why are you doing this for all these people or or for, quote unquote, certain types or labels of people who have hurt you in your past? Why are you turning around helping these people? And just to have that eternity view, like you said, like the eyes of Christ of seeing them more than just their past or where they're at right now. Right. But well, Jesus suffered and people hated Jesus. And I am nothing like Jesus. So, of course, people are going to hate me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because I am so imperfect and he was perfect. So I've got to expect it. Yeah. You know, and we're all created different and different to some people is, I don't know, they just see it as a negative, I guess. I don't know. I don't know because I don't look at people like that. Yeah. That's good. (laughs) Thank God for new eyes to see and ears to hear, too. So. Well, thank you so much, Sunny, for talking about just living like Christ and encouraging others and and living like Christ through suffering, um, even when we're suffering and when others are suffering yes. and how we can just enter into that and um, help carry the burdens with them and carry that cross and pray for people and to speak words of truth and, and life from his word. So thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>